You're listening to You're listening to the to a Beer O'Clock the Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer O'Clock Show. Hi, it's Mark and Steve from Beer O'Clock Show here. Hi Steve. Hi Mark. Hi. And we're putting out this little mini show because last night, Wednesday night, at the London Mash event with Beaver Town and Brooklyn Breweries, Logan Plant from Beaver Town and Jasper Cuppage from Camden Town Brewery made just a little announcement, didn't they, Steve? What was it? You, you, you could say that. I mean, we, we, we just went along thinking we were going to be in for a fantastic evening of insightful, beery discussion. And, and then to open, open the evening up, um, they, they dropped the announcement that they're forming the United Craft Brewers Association. Um, this is going to be a new association that's being formed to respect, promote and educate the UK about craft beer. Um, the founding members behind this are Beaver Town, Camden Town, Brewdog, Magic Rock, and beer distributors James Clay. Um, it was quite a way to to open up the evening. That's that's to be sure, <laughs> especially considering that the panel was also made up um, with, with other distinguished guests. One of one of which was Roger Protz, who is is obviously a, a big cameraman, um, and he was in attendance. And we managed to um, get a few words with Roger. Roger. Tonight, Beavertown, Camden, they they announced this United Craft Brewers Association. How do you, what's your reaction to that? I'm very surprised. I think that anything that can be done to ad- advance the interests of small craft brewers has to be welcomed. But I'm slightly nervous of another organisation being formed in this country because I mean we have CBA, which represents 800 of independent breweries. And I think there are perhaps too many organisations. We've got the British Beer and Pub Association, we've got the Independent Family Brewers, we've got SEBA, and now yet another organisation. I think what we need is unity rather than division. Do you think they might dilute the impact that organisations can have somewhere? Yeah, I think that is a risk which I would happily discuss with them. I understand why they're doing it, but um, I'm not quite certain how you differentiate between a craft brewer and a member of SEBA. Okay, with any other comments, any positives you can see coming out of it? Um, well, the positive is that clearly there are more and more small craft brewers. I mentioned earlier that 128 new breweries have opened since last September. So that is absolutely fantastic. Right. Well, thank you very much. Pleasure. Appreciate that. Right, and a big thanks to Roger for taking a minute or a minute and a half to have that um, very quick line. He was a very busy man. He was mobbed. Afterwards, yeah, just just as they all were. Yes. Um, and while I was doing that that little bit of chatter with Roger, Steve, you managed to sneak into an interview that Justin Mason was doing with Steve Hindy from Brooklyn and Logan Plant. I, I did indeed, mate. And there's some there's some great stuff coming up in this interview, including Logan pretty much giving down an ex, an exclusive rundown of the United Craft Brewers Association sort of terms of reference, almost. Oh, let's listen to that. Hi, Steve. Um, I'd just like to ask you um, why you're here this evening. We're over in Beaver Town, mm-hmm. um, drinking beer and debate. Can you just tell me why you're in the UK at the moment? Yeah. Brooklyn Brewery does uh, this uh, cultural festival in about 12 different cities. And it's our way of promoting our beer uh, in different uh, places. Um, 
And what, what we try to do is connect with the creative culture in those cities. And that, that creative culture is the core of our business in New York City. So uh, we want to connect with that culture in all the cities where we sell beer. So there will be events this week, beer and food events. Uh, we did a tasting this afternoon at Mass Brothers uh, Chocolate. It's a Brooklyn company that, that is now here in uh, London. So we paired up beers with different kinds of chocolates. We do a, an event on uh, Sunday called the Beefsteak Dinner. There's a long tradition of these dinners, uh, uh, you know, with, with beer and steak uh, in New York City, and we're going to be doing one of those here. We've got a comedy event and uh, a music event, and that's the way we sell beer. Uh, and it's basically, we like having fun. And, and we like other people to have fun, and we like creating community and, and, and uh, uh, you know, bringing people together. And so that's, uh, you know, we don't do national advertising. We never will. We don't do TV advertising, radio advertising, or anything like that. It's really about creating community, and that's why we're here. So I can, can I ask you, um, why, where did you get your association with Logan? Where did you first meet Logan and the association with Beavertown? If I can ask you first, Steve, and then bring Logan in. Yeah. You know, I wrote a book uh, which came out about a year ago called The Craft Beer Revolution. It's a history of craft beer in America. And so last year, as part of this MASH festival I'm talking about, we decided to do these forums with local brewers and, and talk about the state of craft beer in their city uh, or in their country. And uh, they were incredibly popular. Last year we did it at Camden, and uh, this year we wanted to do another one in London, and we knew that Beavertown was expanding, uh, uh, and Jasper spoke very highly of, of uh, Logan, and uh, we met actually at the Craft Brewers Conference out in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, you know, I can't think of a better host uh, for this event than a brewery that is expanding and rising. And uh, I was very happy about with the, with the way it went this evening. Uh, actually, there was quite a bit of news that came out of uh, this evening, which is uh, exciting, uh, you know, about the United Craft Brewers of the UK and camera opening up to uh, craft brewers. Uh, I, I couldn't be more happy about the way it went tonight. No, I can only agree. Um, I think it's been uh, uh, if just to 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 take on um, and and start again. I guess is uh, is to be able to um, as it again as a young brewer, I always go back to my start. But to be able to to work and uh, and communicate with people like Steve and Brooklyn uh, and the establishment and and industry in the U.S. is so 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 important for us as a as a young industry over here. A craft industry, craft brewing industry. Um, so to be involved in in housing an event with Brooklyn um, and to bring in and and to be able to um, converse about many different topics and one of those being the United Craft Brewers that we're looking to form and start and and this is by no means anything that is tied to to us um, as in Jasper and James and myself and Richard and James from James Clay. This is about starting something that needs to happen to define what we do, how we do it, um, and define us as, as, as part of an industry 
um, as a whole. So, yeah, to, to, to be able to stage an event um, and not talk just about that, but about everything in general and the state of craft beer. And for me as a youngster coming in, in three years and feeling the industry um, and, and, and almost going blind, you know, at times into just concentrating on what we're doing as a brewery, what we're brewing, how we're brewing it and being very considered about that. But also jumping on um, when we can, when we can grow. Uh, it's, it's a big learning curve and how we grow. Obviously, the United Craft Brewers is something that I think for most of us we've heard mentioned for the first time tonight. Um, can you tell me who's involved in the United Craft Brewers, who you, who you have in the mix we, at the moment? We want everybody involved that, apply, and that, I guess, ticks the boxes to the definitions and to our values. Um, and at the moment, it was just friends that got round a table at many festivals, as we do see each other along the way um, throughout the year. Um, and we decided um, that we would get together and take the bull by the horns and actually sit down and start getting things on paper. So there's myself, um, there's Richard uh, from Magic Rock, there's James from Brewdog, there's Jasper from Camden, and there's James Clay from James Clay. Um, as a five, we just thought it was important to sit down and start defining some some uh, key areas that we, you know, that we wanted to put down in paper, and then and then put it out there to the open and bring people in and see if we could um, create something from there. Can you give me um, a sort of time scale and who you sort of, sort of people you'd like to bring into this mix? Or Anybody, I, obviously you're you know, an inclusive. The, I'm, I'm assuming you're an inclusive club, but the, who the sort of who are your target audience and who you're trying to bring into this? that 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 I uh, I guess work within the definitions that we're looking to apply to what it is to be a craft brewer. Um, so it's not it's not we're not saying that uh, you know Joe Bloggs can't be or this little guy can be or this big guy can't be. It's not that. It's it's there's our definitions. Do you meet them? Yes, great. Let's you know join the club and let's keep pushing this forward. Can you give me your definitions? Uh, I can, um, but they are very rough at the moment. Let me just see if I have them on paper so I can be quite accurate in what I'm saying. Do I have them? Yes, I do. Um, so. What we what we've what we've come up with at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and this is by no means set in stone, um, but our mission, um, which is very important, is to promote and protect the interest of British craft breweries, their beers, and the community of beer enthusiasts. Indeed, yeah. um, the core values are around promoting and protecting uh, the interests of craft brewers, educating, which is uh, committed to sharing knowledge for the benefits of all members, and the British brewing industry, British craft brewing industry. Sorry. And quality to build a culture of quality in craft brewing through promoting best practices in all areas. Tonight we were talking about a lady mentioned about cans and you know how they were going to be. Um, I guess uh, how it was going to go in the in the wider public, and that's just down to service and education, and that's something that we can put into this about quality and raising the bar and educating. Um, definitions of what is a craft brewer at the moment. The way we're starting it is to be authentic brews. All beers at Original Gravity, owns and operates a craft brewery based in the UK. Honest, the place where the beer is brewed is clearly listed on the label of the beer. All ingredients are clearly listed on the label of the beer and all the beer is brewed at craft breweries. Independent, very similar to the BA, less than 25% of the craft breweries owned or controlled or equivalent economic interest by an alcoholic beverage industry member that is not itself a craft brewer. So nothing above 25%. Mm-hmm. And committed, 
If the brewery has a managed UK estate or wholesales beer, then all the beer sold that is produced in the UK must meet the UCB definition. And then there's larger uh, concepts around lifestyle, community, culture, um, and what we do and how we do it, and our quality and our ingredients and, and our techniques, I guess, as a whole. Um, but that will be later defined. You know, the, these guys are at the very beginning of this, and it, it's going to be a process they're going to they're gonna have to go through. And, uh, you know, don't forget, we're all competitors. Uh, you know, we're, we're out there trying to sell beer in the same marketplace. But you are and, competitors, but you're walking towards the same goal, and the same goal is to promote exactly. good beer yeah. Yeah. over and above... Mass commodity. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. There's more yeah, exactly that right. uh, unites us, unites us mm-hmm. than divides us. That's the whole uh, idea behind an association. An asso- uh, association can achieve a lot more than we can individually. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's something that we've needed. Um, I don't know when would you say craft beer started in the UK it's hard to pin isn't it um, or, well I would say it kind of started in the 90s but then it fizzled out and now it's back <coughs> stronger than ever yeah, I'd say. And I would say within, yeah, possibly I mean you could you could Dark put Star. it at meantime in 2000 mm. however you could take it back earlier to um, Peter Austin yeah, yeah. Um, and you could take it and, and again to the early David movements of yeah. um, back and yeah mm. all those sort of um movements in the late 90s mm-hmm. so even you can take it back as far as 1990s so <laughs> where do you start with craft beer I think it's it's a definition that needs to be refined I think one of these things is that what you need to do is is take it and say right this is the point where we are now mm-hmm. where do we go from here exactly, yeah. and I think that is perfect from it's a starting this point. is what we need, yeah, because um, there's been quite a lot of um, talk about the UK needs to define what craft beer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the US, you've you're quite happy. We with define your craft brewer, not craft beer. Okay. Craft beer, we that's up to the beer drinker. You know, if they consider it craft beer, it's craft beer. We don't tell people what craft beer is. We tell them what a craft brewer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your the, the whole movement is the craft beer movement. Yeah, so that's up the to title the drinker to decide. Revolution. Yeah, <laughs> so so craft beer is is the <clears throat> whole movement. Whereas in the UK, what we've had, as, as you are fully aware, is uh, we've had the the cask beer mm-hmm. evolution come through, and then we've had the point where actually we've had good beer. And good beer is is the defining thing mm-hmm. at the moment where everything tastes. And it's exciting what Roger said tonight Absolutely. about the uh, you know the annual general meeting of Camera opening up to uh, this new generation of of craft brewer in the UK. I think that's really exciting and very positive. Well, they've got they've gone for the definition. Uh, they've accepted keg beer. Yeah. As long as it's a real keg, and craft keg is is the way forward. So I think we're not so far away from. I mean, I know Logan, your bottles, as you've said, have always been bottle conditioned beer. What you've pulled out the fermenter is exactly what you've pulled put in the bottle, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, very much so. I mean, we used to, prior to coming here, it was all bottle conditioned, but now, obviously, we, we just uh, we carbonate gently in tank. Um, yeah. But we don't filter, we don't fine, we don't pasteurise. So it is what it is. We use so temperature you, to... You effectively it's a fit the camera definition of bottle conditioned beer. Do we? I mean, if we're... Th- Again, this is this is something that um, I guess is a, a sticking point. Yeah, we'll have to look into. Yeah, You're just making great beer. I think uh, that, that is that's, that's the objective here. I you know, it's not it's not a it's there's no formula for getting to great beer, uh, and and you know, uh, these guys are going to have to go through a lot of uh, a lot of discussion and debate among uh, craft brewers here to come up with the ultimate definition um, I'm really thrilled that camera has has taken this new position because I think it opens up a door for dialogue between camera and and uh, United uh, craft Brewers which is going to be very positive very positive for British beer you know yeah, I, I think mean, like Roger said it's about shaking their shackles as well and actually embracing um, and not turning away I remember having conversations when I first started. And uh, we were a new brew pub. I had many of the local camera, local camera members come in and took them down to the cellar and talked to them and explained what we were going into these key kegs, you know. And they were, they were, they were like, "Oh my god!" You know, they couldn't believe it. But when I started to explain the process, <coughs> that no air actually touches the beer; it's forcing the bag. Many of them started to understand, and I think uh, some of them just went, "No, it's keg." The word keg. Then there was the East London Beer Festival at Pig's Ear where they actually had a London keg stand. And I think it was Beavertown and the Colonel. And they had the biggest queue. You know, and absolutely, you know, vibrant. Everything went down well. Next year, no, it wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm glad that now it's moved on. And now You know, these guys are the future of beer in the UK. And, and I think that's what cameras got to come to terms with. I mean, these are the, you know... These are the, the Youngs and the Fullers way back in the beginning. Uh, and, you know, I, I think the, the big brewers in the U.S., August Bush and Peter Coors, and, you know, I, I, I met those guys over the years. I, I, I think they looked at us and they knew something's coming here. This is something really new. It's interesting to hear your point of view from an outsider's point of view, from a U.S. point of view. How do you think um, the UK scene has developed over the last, for example, three to five years, five to three years? Oh, I think it's incredible. I know. Uh, I mean, it, you know, the number of free houses now in, in London and uh, the number of uh, bars and, and, and restaurants carrying uh, UK craft beer and, and craft beer from the US is, you know, way beyond where it was. When we started selling beer in the 90s, I bet there were less than 10 free houses uh, in, in London. Uh, I, you know, it, 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 they just didn't exist. Uh, so I see things really changing radically here, not only on the brewing scene, but at the retail scene and the distribution scene. You know, James Clay, independent importer and distributor, is becoming a big company because they're they've they're they're open to these craft brewers uh, the, the and UK, they're the future. The UK scene obviously owes a big part to, in certain extents, to the UK scene. So just to wrap up because I know you you need to do a book signing. Right. 
Um, how do you see us evolving over the next year to two years? I think things are going to change here rapidly. Laying more concrete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that these guys are pouring concrete the morning of where the, you know, we're having an event here. Um, so I, I think things are going to develop very, very quickly here. And, and I also feel that United Craft Brewers is going to do more to change the industry here than anything that's happened in the last 30 years. Uh, change it in a positive way compared to the way it's changed with, you know, the big pub chains and, and all that kind of stuff and, and the consolidation of the breweries and driving out all the regionals. Th this is the future and this is, this is the regionals coming back uh, but powerfully and, and driven by young, ambitious people compared to old third or second, third, fourth generation families who, you know, they, they, they got rich and they, they got tired. And, and, and these guys are driven to I succeed. I have one final question. Uh, what are Brooklyn going to bring to the UK within the next year? <laughs> the UK, uh, I think within the next year, is going to be our biggest market. Uh, it, it, it's on a tra trajectory to go way beyond where Sweden is now. Sweden's our biggest export market. Uh, and uh, it'll be second right behind New York City for us, which uh, I'll be, you know, thrilled uh, to see that happen. But uh, I think what's really going to drive craft culture in the UK is not Brooklyn Brewery. It's it's these guys with uh, with their craft breweries. That's great. Thank you very much for your time. Whew, what a night, mate. I know. <laughs> like I say, considering we were just going along just for a, for a bit of a, a a bit of a beer and a bit of a listen, um, for for that to be dropped, boom. Boom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I mean that was something that just couldn't wait for for, for season seven, mate. And and I think obviously the dust will settle on this over the next couple of weeks. But um, I, I think we were there at the start of a new dawn. It, I, I really do. And and obviously we'll follow up on this um, on on future shows. Yeah, it was it was all rather exciting. It has to be said. But let let's we'll let the excitement just settle over the next <laughs> couple of weeks before we come back. Um, actually, actually, if you listen to this on the feed tomorrow night, we've got our end of season <laughs> special, and then we're taking a couple of weeks off. So, until next time, bye, Steve. Cheers. Bye.